Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. So as you might know by now, if you've been here a while, I like to keep things super honest and real with you guys. My goal here is to share the ups, the downs, and all the in-betweens of life and business. And I even want to share the super uncomfortable things, which I'm about to do today. I have to be honest, this episode makes me want to throw up a little, (laughs) but I'm going to dive into it anyway, because I feel it's something that we need to normalize and we just got to chat it out. I find that common themes that I have with my clients and conversations I have with women, if I have it more than once or twice, I realize it's something that we got to talk about on the podcast. So let's just talk about the title of today's podcast episode. So in January, I tripled my teaching monthly income and I almost didn't share it. Okay, so when I left teaching, I had this goal. Okay, first of all, I wanted to match my salary and then I wanted to double it. And I think on some level, I wanted to prove to myself and to others that I could do it, that I could make something of myself that I could leave my teaching career and go on to do something different. I had a lot of non-believers. I had a lot of people who thought I wasn't going to succeed and was just going to return back to teaching. I had a lot of walls to climb, we will say. So I think setting this goal, it was a way for me. It started, I should say, as a way for me to prove myself to others. But it's really funny how things have shifted. And now my reason to push forward, to grow, to to dream big has drastically changed. So these podcasts are fantastic for me, too, as I get to dissect and I get to see my own growth because I really was focused on this external validation, this outer world that I had to prove to to now my inner compass is now myself and my vision and doing this for me. So. Yeah, so silently, I set this goal every year. I didn't share it with many people, um, only with a select few people that I truly trusted. And to be honest, it was a goal that I have set for myself ever since I started my very first business. I had it on the vision board. I had it plastered in my office. It was in my note section on my phone. I used it for certain passwords. Now, don't go to try to figure out. I was sneaky about it. I just didn't have that there. But I had all these reminders everywhere of the goal that I was working on. And I truly believe that having the things that you want visual and priming yourself with the mindset and the belief is huge. And I do think that like these tools that I've done have helped me stay consistent 
in the actions as I went towards my goal. So, yeah. So back to the goal, I hit it and I had the a, a huge what the F moment and I went silent. Whew, of course, my husband knew about this, but I was so reluctant to share it, to talk about it. And I think I was really baffled at the fact maybe that I did it or baffled at the fact that I didn't want to share it. So anytime I have thoughts like these or I get uncomfortable or I witness something out of norm for me, I carve out some time and I dive into it. And I realize of how terrified I was of how people were going to think about my goal. I was terrified how it would come across. And as I journaled it out, words like greedy and pretentious and show off and shame and nobody wants to hear this. I mean, I had all of the words come to me in this journal exercise and I really just wanted to sweep it under the rug and just carry on and secretly be like, okay, pat on the back, way to go, Gina. But something came through when I was journaling at the end and I had this moment of clarity and it was like a big like punch in the face, really. And it was like, show them that it's possible. And I was like, oh, right, this isn't about me. (laughs) And sometimes we get caught up in our own story and our own mission that we forget. This is not necessarily about me. It's about the people who will look at this post and be inspired. So I pulled up my big girl pants. Um, I created the post and I shared it immediately. Wanted to throw up. (laughs) But I did it anyway, because here's the thing. If I didn't see other women talking about their success, about sharing their numbers, about sharing what was possible for them, I would have never known it was possible for me. And the proof of possibility is huge. And I really leaned into trusting that whoever needed to hear it would hear it. And then also accepting the fact, something I keep continuing to work on, is that I might not be for everyone and that's okay. Once again, something I'm still working on, right? Um, But keeping those two things at the forefront, I shared it. And I've shared a lot of things on social media about my journey, my struggles, but talking about money and how much I made was a whole new ball game. And it really shook me. (laughs) So I wanna talk about a few things here today, three things in particular, that are common themes amongst my clients and myself, of course. Um, And I think we really need to dissect it and chat it out because they are reoccurring themes that often hold so many incredible women, maybe that's you, from actually going for the thing. So even though this podcast is extremely uncomfortable for me and I'm talking about things that I've probably never talked on here before, I'm gonna do it anyway with the hopes that it motivates you to keep going It may be helping you identify some pain points that are stopping you and then creating solutions to move forward. So the very first thing that I want to share with, and I preach this to my clients all the time and even had a client call me out on this. (laughs) I trained her well or I coached her well, I should say. Um, It's okay, and you should. I don't often drop the should, but we should celebrate the dang wins. I really want to normalize people sharing their wins because we are all so comfortable about sharing the shitty parts. Like I had a shitty day today. 
This happened to me. It ruined my whole entire day. Like these phrases about the things that are going wrong in our life, in our lives, it's so normalized that it's like, oh, yeah, of course, it's like the common language that we all use. But why not switch up the narrative on this? Our wins take hard work and we never share them. But our misfortunes that we have no control over gets all of that prime real estate. And I think it's time to shake that shit up and talk more about the things we are consciously creating and less about the things that air quotes, by the way, happen to us, right? Because I think sometimes we get really caught up into, oh, this is happening to us and switching that to, you know what? No, life is happening for us. But let's talk about the things that we're consciously creating. I think that has more power. And I hope you're with me on this one. I hope you really challenge yourself to pay attention to the things that we are talking about, the language we're using, how we talk about ourselves. Because like I say to my kiddos all the time, your words matter. And I really just want to normalize talking about the things that we are creating. Because man, I worked my ass off to get here. And this wasn't handed to me. I had to work really hard. And I went from crying in the basement of my school to climbing my my way back after some really horrible things that's happened to me. And if I can't celebrate that, what's the point? If we can't celebrate our successes, what's the point? So the first thing I really want to step into normalizing is we got to celebrate that more. And I really encourage you to think about something that you have achieved that you have not celebrated. And after you listen to this podcast, make a point to put it in your calendar and celebrate. Because once we start celebrating our wins, that journey gets a whole lot more fun, right? Okay, the second one that I want to talk into, I even just noticed my voice changed. (laughs) But I want to talk about money and shame. Money mindset is something that I've been working on for quite some time now. And it's really hard for me (laughs) to talk about money mindset because it's something that I'm still working on, right? And it's something that I continuously dive into. I continuously have to work around this, but I'm not an expert in this area, but I do want to talk about some of the things that I am changing because myself and you included, whoever's listening, we have a lot of patterns around money and we have thoughts and beliefs that we've adopted as we grow up, just like limiting beliefs. You've heard me talk about that on here a whole bunch. This is just limiting beliefs around money, right? We all have these conditioned beliefs and thoughts that leave us feeling pretty shitty and negative around money, right? Um, And what it means to have money, what it means to want money. And we all have these preconceived notions, I guess, of what that means. So for example, some of the beliefs that I adopted growing up was um, money is bad. Like we don't, we never have enough Um, or money doesn't grow on trees. How many times have I heard that? Maybe you've heard that. Um, Having money makes you greedy. Only only having enough money to pay the bills or save it for a rainy day or if you have a pension, you're set. So like these are things that I grew up that I really had to lean into and recondition because if I was trying to grow a business with these money mindset blocks, it's really hard for you to step in and to make more or even feel like you're worthy of more or even having the possibility of increasing your income. So some new beliefs that I'm choosing to believe around money instead is the more money I make, the more money I can give back. The more money I make, the more impact I'm having. 
Money is a resource to help me create a life that I want. Having and making money is empowering. Having money doesn't make me selfish. So I really encourage you to dive into what beliefs you have currently around money and see if you can adopt and create some new money mindset uh, affirmations for you to work on that would really help you change how you look at money. Because if you feel money is bad or if you are triggered by other people making money, then chances are you have some thoughts about money, uh, myself included, that just need some little extra love and attention. So that will be the second thing. The third thing, oh man, this has been a common theme within my uh, private one-on-one clients and even just hearing, uh, having conversations with other women. So the third thing that I have to really say that I've tapped into is getting comfortable about being misunderstood. And this one is a tough one for me because as you put yourself out there um, in the public eye, you are putting yourself out there in a way that is really uncomfortable and in a way that things can be misunderstood. Um, And this is a really, really challenging one for me because the most unfortunate thing about this journey is the bullshit that happens behind closed doors, the competition, the jealousy, whatever you want to call it. Um, And like I've already said, like I've had some amazing conversations very recently with some women um, in my circle and within the community who are struggling with this and who have been part of conversations with other women, tearing down other women like this is a small town. Right. And it's just funny how things always has a way of coming out and has a way of coming around. Right. And within these conversations, it's just really sad to hear this happening, right? And to hear other women tearing down other women in the same breath, preaching the, oh yes, women must support women. And there are two sides to the coin because there are really some incredible women in this community who do support other women unconditionally. But the other part is pretty hush-hush. And the reality of it is, and once again, I, I just wanna be really real here, is that there is a lot of competition amongst women and gossiping and misinformation that gets passed on just from personal insecurities and assumptions and just plain old gossip. Like, you know, that whole high school feel, it, you know, it still exists in so many different circles and it's really hard to navigate. And to be honest, based on so many conversations that I have with women, it's one of the biggest reasons why people don't put themselves out there, right? And it's because of this narrative that's happening and it's really hard to sit down and talk to another woman and that woman not wanting to go for their dreams because of what other women are going to say about them and i'm saying women but it's people in general too i guess i shouldn't generalize but most of the conversations i've been having have been with women right and this is why i really want to dive into this and have this uncomfortable conversation because it is huge the impact is huge And that's why I bring it up here. And I used to feel the need to defend my side and my stance and, you know, want to make sure people knew where I stood and, you know, here's my side. Um, But now I no longer put my energy there and I, I teach my clients to do the same. And I'm no longer in the business of convincing people. The people who know me and my heart know me, right? There are people who do not want me to win or you to win. And we'll try to tear people down at any cost. Those people exist. And I've had to accept that fact. 
And I've also had to accept the fact that no matter how much good you do, you will be a villain in someone's story. And accepting that has been hard, but also teaching the women that I care about the fact that that acceptance allows them to move forward. It is liberating, but it still doesn't make it easy, right? But one of the things that I'm really tapping into as well is that if you are a person who is listening to rumors or being part of rumors or being part of gossip and you know, you're constantly being in circles where other women tear other women down and you can't see your own strengths and you're seeing other people's competition and you're being triggered by others for winning and tearing them down. That really isn't women supporting women, in my opinion. And I think we just have to realize that if you are in a circle of doing that, that maybe you might need a new circle. We have a long way to go there, but I guess to sum all of this up in the, you know this particular point is that yeah, I got really comfortable being misunderstood. And my recommendation to you is to put your head down, to stay focused on your vision, to stay in your lane and focus on your mission and why you're doing what you're doing. For me, my vision had to be bigger than the resistance. And that is what led me to continue to show up and be consistent. There are a lot of things that we can't control, but how we handle certain situations, that's what matters most. And while those top three things are things that constantly come up, I think myself included and everybody who's listening, it's the three areas where we can improve. And it's three areas where we can take some ownership and really be intentional about our actions around that. So those are three things that I find are very common in conversations. And in saying all that, after I posted my post, the most frequent question I got after that was how, Gina, how? And I will say this before I dive into, I'm going to give you some tangible tips as always to take away. Um, But you can find strategy anywhere on Google. Like if you want to know how to run a launch, you can Google it. If you want to know how to improve your email list, you can do it. If you want to know how to get more confident, you can find some tips, tools, and strategies, but you cannot Google your belief. You cannot find that there. That is an inside job, unfortunately, (laughs) and it's the job that people want to bypass, right? The secret sauce is belief and action combined, and I know you just want to skip to the result, but there are no shortcuts, my friends. So I wanted to dissect how I got started with all of this because the strategies and tools that I've used to get me to where I am, and these, to be quite honest, these are the tools that are gonna get me to where I wanna go, I wanna teach them to you. And I've created a a free masterclass, which I'll be hosting in February. There's a link in the show notes if you wanna grab the spot. Like I said, it's free. And it's just showing you the tools and strategies that have allowed me to create something different that have allowed me to step outside the box that I was put in and to really create a life that I'm loving and one that's by design. So if you want to learn some in-depth strategies, um, make sure you sign yourself up there. And uh, if you attend live, there's some special bonuses too. So get yourself over there. Like I said, it's free and you'll walk away with some pretty valuable information. Um, okay, but I will, if you can't make that or you're like, nah, I'm good, Gina. I want to I briefly just share three things that you can start doing right now to help you if you're in a similar situation, if you want something more, if you're working on a goal and maybe those three things I just talked about um, were things that were holding you back and you're ready to move forward now. 
then I just want to share three things with you um, that have really helped me once again get to where I am and will help me get to where I want to go. And the first one is it's a long game and there's no such thing as an overnight success. I was working my butt off and showing up when no one believed me. I was doing the work and showing up when no one was clapping, when others did not see that what I was creating was something beautiful. So it's showing up in those dark days when nobody else around you might not see your potential. It's you showing up regardless of who else is in the who else is there clapping for you and encouraging you. Right. So it's it's creating this intense belief in yourself that you are going to show up regardless. And once again, that the shift from external to internal is what really helped me along with that. So if there's one thing that you can do right now is just realize that sometimes these things take take a long time. Like the people who you see that are successful, it didn't happen overnight. You might think it did, but they have been working on that for years and years in the shadows when nobody was looking, when nobody was clapping and they had to just rely on themselves and their beliefs. So get aboard and understand that it is a long game. It's not going to happen in the snap of a finger. So the second one is very simple and it kind of ties into the first one, but having a vision that was super clear. If you've done a course with me, we do a lot of vision work because if you aren't clear on your vision, then you're not going to be clear in your actions, right? And if most people are focusing on what they don't want, like if you listen and I encourage you to do this, pay attention to the people around you and even yourself of how you talk. Most people are like, oh, I just don't want any more stress in my life or I don't want to be in debt anymore or I don't want to feel so lethargic or I don't like they're th- they're already talking in lack. They're, they're talking about what they don't want. So I would encourage you instead of focusing on what you don't want. Focus on what you do, create a vision and get super clear of what you want. And when you combine the want and the belief, that's where you're going to see results, right? So if you don't have those two things together, essentially you're giving up before you even start, right? Because if you are thinking, let's just say I ask you, well, what do you want? You're like, oh, I want a house on the water, Gina. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's perfect. But if you don't have the belief and deep down, you're like, yeah, there's no way I can get that. Then you just have something that you want. It's not necessarily something that's going to come true if you don't combine the belief and the action to match it. Most people will not take action if they don't believe that they can have it. Right. So it's really doubling down on those two things. And then the third thing, which, you know, you've heard me talk about a lot of the unsexy work. Once again, this is the unsexy piece. But I showed up even when I didn't want to. I showed up when I felt I wasn't ready. I allowed my action to be messy and to publicly fail. (laughs) I challenged my thoughts around what was possible. I challenged my thoughts around what would people think. Um, And I stayed consistent. For some reason, consistency is not seen as something that's sexy. There's a lot of talk about ease and all, all this gets to be easy. And while there is ease in certain aspects of your business, you have to be consistent in specific things. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean you have to be consistent in everything, but especially if you're in the growth phase, you have to show up. You have to show up. And while most people who you see that are successful, 
it's because they were consistent and showing up when nobody else was looking. They were showing up and they were putting the work in when nobody else was looking. So even if you don't feel ready, even if you don't feel confident, even if you don't feel like you have the plan all laid out, show up anyway. (laughs) Show up anyway and allow that journey to be messy. Because if you want to change your outside life, you have to change your inside life. And that's your inner world, right? And so many people want these different lives, but aren't willing to work on their beliefs around it. And I think it's that instant gratification world that we live in. But you want to change the outside, folks, you got to change the inside. And, you know, I I hear all the time because I'm in the life and business growth world. Um, I want to grow my business, but I just don't have what it takes. Right. Or I want to change, but I'm just not good at reaching goals. And as long as you keep that narrative and that story, then you're going to be right. You're not going to have what it takes because you're never going to take the action. You're never going to be good at reaching goals because you believe you aren't. And you're not going to take the action to change or challenge that belief. Okay, so that was a mouthful. (laughs) And like I said, it was a super uncomfortable um, podcast episode for me to do. But I hope that it did give you some clarity. Hopefully it challenged you um, on some of the beliefs you might have. And hopefully it encouraged you to take some action. Um, So like I said, a couple new things that we have coming up is the workshop. So make sure you head to the show notes and sign up for that free workshop. And we are going to be doing things a little bit differently because I am absolutely in love with each and every one of you for showing up and listening and sharing and writing these amazing reviews. I want to give something back. I want to be able to say thank you for taking your time to do those things for me. So starting because this is love month, February uh, next week, what I'm going to start doing is once a month, I'm going to be picking a review or a share um, that someone tags me in. And I'm going to be giving away a $50 gift certificate one a month to somebody who leaves a review or shares or comments or just gives this podcast some love. I want to give back. Um, And if you've already left a review, don't worry. Your name will still be in the draw, but I just want to do something to give back and just to say thank you for taking the time to do that, for being here, for supporting me and making this podcast possible. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember just to go after what you want and not to settle and keep it fun, keep it kind, and always keep it real.